and welcome in. It is episode number 83, right? That's what we're doing. Yep. Yeah, the Lee Evans so... edition. Oh, don't do You son of a bitch. Why? <laughs> God, what a nice, dick. strong. Oh, well, I was born in 83, actually, so we're going to call it the Glenn Clark edition. The oldest uh, Clark edition. Uh, we're all talking over each other, and we're all on Skype in different locations, so it's impossible to do it this way. Yeah. Um, I'm Glenn. He's Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and he is... The main event. AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. And yes, congratulations to our boy. Uh, here, 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 here. Oh, yay. Congrats to me. Yay. You get to stay home, uh, too. Yeah, I know. I didn't even have to sit in my car. I literally drove here. You, you want to tell the story about uh, how you got signed, like what you did uh, the past few days? Uh, okay, so the, buckle in. This is amazing how the NFL works. So every Saturday, well, not every Saturday, um, I've had... Three, four, five, I've had five workouts, and, well, four, technically, and uh, all of them, except for one, called me on Saturday to say, we're going to bring you in Monday or Tuesday, whatever day they were doing it. So Detroit, um, uh, sorry, the Redskins called me in on Saturday, and they said, look, we're going to bring you in on Monday for a workout. I was like, cool. So I come in on Monday, I do the workout. I had a pretty good workout, but I didn't think they were going to pick me up just because I've done a couple of these workouts, and that's usually how it always ended up because a lot of these teams are dumb. And uh, they decide that they're not going to pick me up. So I drive all the way home. But while on the drive, I get a call from the Detroit Lions, and they say, we would love for you to come to work out tomorrow. And I said, that sounds great. I'll be on the first flight. So they booked my flight at 5 p.m., I got to my wife's parents' house at 3.30 p.m. She lives five minutes from the airport, so it wasn't that big a deal. I chilled for half an hour, went to the airport, checked in. Luckily, they flew me first class because the line on a random Monday afternoon was so long. If I would have waited, yeah, to the, no, no, the TSA line. Oh, okay, I got you. So I would have definitely missed my flight if I had to wait in there. But luckily, I got to go to the priority line because, as we all know, I'm the main event. Yeah, I heard and, that. <laughs> yeah. and so I board my first class flight, and I fly to Detroit. I land. I eat chicken wings, fries. It was awesome. I wake up at 5.45 in the morning. <laughs> I wake up at 5.45 in the morning, do a physical, do an EKG, have um, a doctor check to see if I have any hernias, and we all know how that gets done. Mm. Mm. Just for those that don't know, that never had to pass a physical before, you lift the head up, they cuff your genitalia, mm. Mm. and then they tell you to cough. So I did that, then went back to Detroit. My workout started at 11.30. So around 10.30, I started rolling out with a foam roller to get loose and stretching with this stretch band. And I uh, went to take care of my good luck poo. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then I decide to start getting dressed. And as I'm getting dressed, I'm taking off my pants. I look at my phone, and I have a missed call. Before I can even go to call that number back, I get another call. And that same number is calling me back. 
And I answer, and it's the same guy. His name's DJ. He's cool. Uh, from the Redskins that says, hey, look, uh, yeah, we know we worked you out yesterday and we said we didn't want to sign you, but we're going to sign you. So come on in. Uh, just drive down. We'll see you in a couple hours. And I was right. like, I was like, actually, no, uh, I'm in Detroit because <laughs> I had a workout with Detroit and, uh, you guys told me that you were going to sign me. So I went to a Detroit workout. They said, oh, okay. Well, then we'll book you on the first flight, flight back and, um, we'll sign you tomorrow. And I said, okay, that sounds great. Right. So I, I tell Detroit, you know what? Thanks for having me, but. You know, I got an offer from the Redskins, and the guy was like, so you're not going to work out? And when his first response wasn't, so you're not going to work out, and it, uh, when it was that and wasn't, uh, well, we were thinking about offering you, would you like to stay? As soon as that wasn't the first response, I knew to get the hell out of there. <laughs> so I board the first flight back. Guess what class I was in first, obviously, because I'm the main event. I'm on the first flight back out of Detroit to BWI, get all my things in my car, drive the hour and 20 minutes it takes me to get to Ashburn, and then I get in my bed and go to sleep as the main event, knowing that the next day I would be back in action. Well, 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 well. You son of a bitch. You <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch. Well, we can't. Um, we're, we're actually, gonna... actually, I lied. What I actually got in bed to do was watch Raw because I'm a great wrestling fan. And then after Raw, I went to bed. Yeah, well, that does it does make you a good SmackDown. I apologize. Yeah, well, yeah, right. SmackDown at that point. Uh, I've got a lot of thoughts about this. First of all, I, okay, let's do this part. I'm very happy for you. Blah 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 blah. Second of all, Aaron, did you really report that AJ had signed with the Redskins? Come I, on, man. She did. Yeah, you know, whatever. Come on. Hey, it would have looked dumb if me, as a at least sort of Redskins reporter, if uh, the guy I co-host with signed and I didn't yeah. have anything on Twitter about it. Like yeah. that, that would look really dumb on my part. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, this is great. This is awesome. Now, the, the shitty part is that the NFL schedule does not really allow. Like your day off is typically Tuesdays, and unfortunately, now that we started caring about SmackDown again. Um, we can't really take yeah. the show on Tuesdays. So, yeah, Tuesdays out. Yeah, we're going to do our best, and, you know, if it means that we got to keep doing this via Skype. Tonight's a, a weird situation where we had to do it on Wednesday night. It's just a shit show because Aaron was like, I can't get to Baltimore. I'm like, well, I can't get to D.C., and AJ's like, fuck both of you guys. I got a job. So we're all in different places tonight, uh, but it won't be that way every time. And um, we're also recording really late, so we don't have any guests scheduled for this. We've got a couple things that just – I know you're all probably asking, hey, I thought you guys were boys with James Ellsworth. I think that right now he's technically under WWE rules. Um, so I don't Plus, think he was, he, he was out. Where, where was SmackDown? Somewhere on the West Coast yesterday. Hey, yeah. He was it coming was back Saturday. today and all, all sorts of nonsense. So we will hope to get him in studio here, uh, too soon. That is our boy. We love James Ellsworth and we couldn't be happy. James Ellsworth will be on the first show he could make. Do not worry. That is a fact. Yes. That is a fact. Maybe, maybe. As the, the the heavyweight champion of the world. Oh my god. The new main event. <laughs> Imagine. Oh. It's it's really great. It's really great. Alright. We got a lot to talk do about. Do we want to just uh, get get right into that? Oh, do we want to just start right there? Well let's, yeah, well, let's start. You gotta, you gotta watch uh, No Mercy. Yeah, exactly. Let's start with what happened over the course of the weekend. 
Yes, the uh, second SmackDown-only pay-per-view was No Mercy. The first thing that we need to do is figure out how our picks played out over the weekend. Um, Aaron, do you want to give us a recap there? Yeah, um, well, so what happened was, uh, it basically, it came down to the last match of the night. And uh, everybody, I think everybody was 1-0. No, 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 you were 2-0. and Miggs was 0-2. Me and AJ were 1-1 and at that point. And, and the last match of the night? Yes, the last match well, of the match, night. Matches uh, that we had picked. Oh, up, yeah, right? there there were three matches that oh, we went okay. two and two on. I was on. like, uh, did I watch a different show? Yes, yeah, we just yes. Tossed, he just tossed out all the other matches and didn't tell you because, you know, the, that's he, Aaron's an asshole, as we all know. But yeah, do, do you true. want me to say, oh, okay, we, we were all wrong about the Usos winning. We were all right about, uh, we were all right, AJ, uh, AJ Styles winning. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what? It, so I I killed you. I mean, I murdered you guys. This was a, a good weekend for your boy. So That's I've got no, I've got no concern about. That's not the, true. Oh, stop it! I got no concern. Anyways, about anyways, what, it, what? Me and Migs lost. Yes! yes. This could not have worked out better. Yes, that is really exciting. So now we get the pub from Migs doing this and putting it obviously on his Twitter because yep. he's a. He's going to feel like such a loser knowing that he lost with the biggest loser on our show. <laughs> uh, I just wish uh. I, as soon as I saw that Orton and Wyatt were last, I was just like, oh, fuck. They're doing yeah. something with the Wyatt family. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So how did you handle the, um, did you, I'm assuming we just tossed out the Alexa Bliss match because it. I mean, we, we all picked Becky, so yeah. Right. So yeah, we just tossed that one out. Um, wow, wow. Well, I couldn't, be, I couldn't be happy. Yeah, you, you guys, you guys were each in, in the three matches that we we all picked different or that we picked differently. You guys were two and one. Uh, me and Migs were one and two. What I, matches were was that? What? What did you what get wrong? No, what did we get right? Uh, well, the the three that we weren't like two and two on were yeah. uh, Carmella against Nikki. That was the one that you got wrong. Uh, Miz and Ziggler, and then Bray and Orton. The one that, uh, Glenn got wrong, Glenn picked Orton. Uh, I picked, I picked, uh, Orton and I picked Miz. And Miggs picked, uh, Carmella and he picked Miz. Ah, God bless. God bless. God bless Dolph and Bray. So, oh, two of my favorite people on earth. No, no question, no question. So, have we followed up with Migs about uh, needing to, to do this and making sure that he doesn't? Uh, well, I, I wanted, I wanted to to put it out on okay. the podcast first, and we will obviously he'll listen to this and fi- find out, and we will figure okay. out exactly what's going to happen with all that. That's our boy Steve Migs from ninety nine nine KSW in Seattle. So, if you're a listener of his, I know a lot of his listeners listen to us, um, and you want to let him know before he listens to the show. Make sure he knows. He done lost, and he's gonna put on some uh, Alexa Bliss makeup coming up. All right, let's um, now let's recap what happened this weekend. Uh, another very good pay per view. They were in the really difficult spot of being up against both football and the debate on Sunday night, and so they tr- decided to try to get cheeky by putting the main event. Uh, I, I liked the- that decision. I thought that decision was great. I thought the decision 
to put Bray and Orton on last was the wrong decision there. I thought the Intercontinental title should have gone last. I, I think I think it w- I think that it was the wrong decision. I would have preferred the Intercontinental title going on last, but I will say the way that they did it and the fact that Bray won makes me absolutely content that it was last. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I, I mean, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal that Luke Harper showed back up. Because, yeah, that's you know, the thing. It's the same thing uh, that we said, and, and I was going to get into this a little. It's the same thing that we saw back in the Bray Reigns feud. It's like literally the exact same thing that happened the first big match of the feud. Luke Harper returns, and they're making a big deal. And I like, don't get me wrong, I love Luke Harper. Luke Harper yeah. is by far my favorite of the Wyatt family. But if you're going to put that on last, you're going to put that up against, you know, that great moment of Ziggler winning and celebrating with the crowd you need to do a slightly bigger moment than that. I wonder if they were afraid of putting the other match last because it would make it seem obvious that Ziggler has to win. Like, you know, can, you couldn't really you couldn't really end the pay-per-view with Ziggler, with Ziggler losing, right? See, I guess you could say it, but at the same time, I thought this made it obvious that Bray was going to win. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't think yeah. that. Not if you... Not if... After AJ Styles wins the first match, you could easily have Randy Orton win the main event and be setting up Randy Orton, AJ Styles. That's what yeah. you could set up, but I, I feel like in the moment, like you're, again, again, in a vacuum, you're right. In a vacuum, you absolutely could have, uh, Randy Orton just stand there and be, and have, you know, maybe AJ comes out, maybe the announcers make a big deal. Oh, you know, what's next for Randy Orton? But, it's not in a vacuum, and we had that other huge, titanic, powerful moment uh, earlier in the show. Yeah, um, all that's true. Look, I, I I don't think it matters either because look, the whole thing was good. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was, it was a very good pay per view, and all the matches. were Except good. for surprisingly, that that uh, Alexa Bliss and Naomi match was one of the worst divas ma- oh, women's matches that I've seen in a very long time. Um, it, it definitely did not have pay-per-view value. There's no doubt about that. Um, I, I don't know if that's just because they didn't have a lot of time to work on yeah. it. Yeah. When did they know that Becky was hurt? Like Friday or Saturday? Saturday, I think. If, yeah. yeah. It started coming out Friday or Saturday around there. And, no, and we still don't know exactly what's going on there. Right, right. Well, they, they're still maintaining that she'll be able to compete. You know, what, what is that? The first Right, but we don't, we don't know that if it's an injury or an illness or what exactly it is. We just know that for whatever reason she was out of action. Hospital, right. So, so who knows how long it took them to decide what they were going to do in its place. And so who knows when, you know, Alexa and Naomi got the call. And I don't know if Alexa and Naomi have worked on house shows together before. You know, and remember Alexa's only been around for a few months. So, um, you know, it, it, it was a tough spot to put all of them in, but you also kind of needed the match. Like you couldn't just not have Alexa work a match. I, I don't know what the better alternative is there. You're right. It wasn't great, but. Um, you know, I, I can live with that considering yeah. the rest of the card was very good. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like, it didn't kill the show at all. I mean, obviously, right. that moment with Dolph Ziggler was one of the best. I mean, that pop was really almost just as loud as when he won the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, it was pretty big. It, it was right a genuinely about- powerful moment. Um, I, I think everyone has wanted to like Dolph for a very long time. Um. It's why Aaron is so fucking stupid with how he bitched about the SummerSlam thing. God, Aaron is such when, an asshole. Well, it, Aaron is such an it, asshole. Isn't it amazing how when you put, you know, you make a guy relevant for three months, this is the pop you get? 
Oh, he made they made him relevant by right. losing every match. Oh yeah, yeah. they sure. they they put him in a they prominent him... position on the card for three months now, and this well, is the reaction you get. Ziggler was obviously irrelevant because he had never accomplished anything. I'd say for the eighteen months prior to July, yes, he was not in a prominent position on the card for the no, eighteen months. That. Yes, I didn't agree with you saying he was he wasn't relevant. Oh, you mean oh, you mean he was he was in matches sometimes and he would lose, kind of like the last three months. Was he yeah, <laughs> on pre-shows on the bottom of the card as opposed to losing in the main event? That's all I'm saying. You know, yeah, you give us someone a reason. The moral of the story is that you're a fucking idiot. It's fine. We we still <laughs> like you. It's okay. Well, we don't really, but you know what I mean. Like we'll still let you be a part of the show. Yeah, you're definitely <laughs> an idiot because Dolph was amazing, and he proved it again on Sunday. He proved yeah, it again. Dolph, yes, Dolph is the best. And look, Miz was great. The whole thing was great. Yes. You know, the, I I love the fact that the Spirit Squad is a thing again. I mean, I just couldn't be happier about that. Um, all all of it's good. I'm good with all of it. I'm good with the direction. I I will say they've got. You know, if this is just going to be Dolph Miz again for two more months, I'm I'm not. Well, we know to that, that it's going to Dolph be Miz. exactly that because of what's coming up in November, and we'll get to that a little bit later in the show. But yeah, I mean, things have gone a little bit not what we expected as far as what the build up to some to Survivor Series seems to be. Um. You know, it's it's tough because I can't really tell what they're trying to do. I can't really tell. Uh, yet, based on, you know, the, the way they set it up, and if you don't know what we're referring to at the end, on SmackDown, Shane and Daniel said, hey, let's do our top five versus you top five. God knows if that's going to end up actually being top five or being the top five guys that aren't in a title match or what it's going to be. Like, if they're really planning on doing a pay-per-view without championship matches, that's that's a mistake, but you can probably get away with it in an era where you're not charging for your pay-per-view. And especially when you have Goldberg against Brock Lesnar. Right. As your main event there. So it's not the end of the world if you go that route. I just still don't like it. I still think that, like, you know, we're supposed to get championship matches at pay-per-views. Do do we want to jump into that right now? I want to think about that is, when you say top five guys, are they putting the New Day as three guys in that? They're probably putting them in the tag match. Him in the tag team. So is that going to be a ten-man elimination? Here's what it is. This is a match. They've done this before. Back in 19, like the first Survivor Series, it was a five-team versus five-team match. What happens is when one member of the tag, so it's a ten-on-ten match, when one member of the tag team gets eliminated, both members get eliminated from the match. Okay. So it's ten guys on both sides. It's ten guys on both sides, but one pin equals two eliminations, or one submission equals two eliminations. Presumably that's where you would put the New Day at that point. Yes, you would, I mean, presumably, because I don't, you have, can you get five tag teams without the New Day on Raw? No, I don't think you can. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's the spot that you're in, and that's, again, look, we'll get there, and, and it's fine, and I'm good with it, but I just, I'm still struggling with, pay-per-view without championship matches. I want championship matches at a pay-per-view. I get it. As you point out, there's a Brock and Goldberg match that's going to... I mean, I mean, but but really, would you, you're going to probably still get a championship match. Like, like I, I got to think if they do top five guys on, let's say, Raw, they can find a way to do top five guys without Roman. Right, I, and that's, well... Oh, so you're saying they'd have a U.S. title? U.S. title. I'm, yeah. 
I think you have to have heavyweight. On a pay-per-view, I want a heavyweight championship. Oh, okay, yeah. Then you definitely can't get away with that. Yeah, so see, not if you're building. You could, fi- you could find a way to do it, like, a top five without Dolph, a yeah. top five without TJ Perkins. But, like. Right. Well, of yeah. course. Yeah. Of course. I, and but again, he wants I, the big I, titles to be defended. And, and, and if not, then I need there to be a major stipulation. And that's, that's the key to this. If this is going to be a top five versus top five, we're challenging you, it has to be for, you know, even if it's something as minimal as, like, the number, th- like, your, the, your brain gets the number 30 spot in the rumble. I think that's the least that's they can something. do. But yeah, there has to be a tangible reason why they're saying, okay, we want our top five in this. Right, otherwise it's just an exhibition, basically. It's just preseason football. Or or another one could be, and actually that could, you know what, I just thought of a way they could do it and have no titles in the match. What's you that? Do it, you do it for the right to host Money in the Bank. The right to host. So only one brand gets Money in, gets the, money bank. in the Bank. That's interesting. That would be interesting. Be, I, I think it would be interesting creatively, and but I think that, I don't know if it's good. Like they, you want both brands well, I, there. I mean, I don't. Have they announced what the what the what the boat? How many pay per views are going to be for both brands? They, they've said five duels. So the presumption no, is you, money in the you bank. You can also is, no, but you're not hearing me though. Just because you have money in the bank, you can still challenge for any title. Wait, what? Tell oh, me. you can win money in the bank and then try to cash it in on the other show. Well, but I, I guess, I guess the problem with the agents. My, my thing was just that. Oh, now I'm on SmackDown, so I want to fight so that SmackDown gets the money in the bank, so I can get money in the bank. Right, I hear what right, you're right, saying. Right. But what, what I'm saying is, I think that that Money in the Bank is the clear fifth pay per view that they want to have both brands on. Right. I don't know what else would be. Right. If it's Rumble, Mania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, like that, that's got to be the fifth, right? Is there guaranteed to be five that they're all on? They have said, or at least very, very heavily hinted, that there are five dual-brand pay-per-views. Because they have announced 19 pay-per-views per year, and I'm pretty sure they've said seven single brands for each show. So that leaves five. Hmm. Really? Yeah. By the way, I'm looking at... I I just realized, AJ, your avatar on Skype is the dumbest picture I've ever seen in my life, and it actually (laughs) makes... Me really happy. Like, oh, I just, re- I just realized I could see you on video. I didn't even realize that. I, I the uh, computers behind me that the Skype's running on. Yeah. All right. So, um, so yeah. So we'll see where that where that goes. And that's sort of where we're in kind of a holding pattern with with SmackDown because it's so long. It makes me wonder if they're going to try to do more with this um, with this Europe show that yeah. they put the women's championship match on, and will they try to make that seem like a bigger event? By having, you know, like whatever they want to do with Dean and Cena and, and AJ. James Ellsworth. I'm there. Yeah, Ellsworth, the biggest star on the planet. What if he wins the title? Correct. I mean, that's that's huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he wins the title, that'd be pretty big. That, that'd be uh, awesome. He's the best. He's the best. I Except love he him. needs to learn how to take a Styles Clash. Dude, that was almost the worst yeah, he, ever. He, he almost but died. Isn't that kind of supposed to be part of his character? Is like I, that wasn't part of the character. You, you could tell that AJ uh, basically saved his life there by rotating a little farther than he did. Because it, it's just we're, we're, styles... all, we're all aware of that, Aaron. What I'm what Glenn is saying right. is that that's kind of like his character is that like. He's, he doesn't know what he's doing. In he's there. legitimately not supposed to. Not not just, I'm not supposed to be here because I don't have a contract. Like, I'm not supposed to be a professional wrestler. Yeah. I'm not to be 
I, doing I, anything. I don't think that they intentionally did. I, I think it's simply that, you know, there, we also a, know that, Aaron. You're not. But the, Aaron, wait, wait you say he's, you also, we also know that, but you're saying that it might have been a, a, uh, a planned spot. No, we're not saying oh, that. Oh, I thought Glenn we're was saying, saying that. that. We're not saying that at all. What we're saying it's, is that the fact that it happened is kind of like what his character would do. Oh, in that yeah. Situation. Oh, okay. All right. I got you there. I got you there. God, you're so, you're the worst. I mean, I, we've been through it a million times. I don't know when it's going to ever end. <laughs> you're the worst. No, 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 no. We've established. Glenn is the worst. Oh, no. Glenn is the worst. No, it's, Glenn is no, the worst. No, no, no. Okay, if I'm the worst, you're an asshole. I don't know where okay, we're at. Okay, that's there. fine. Uh, that's, that's fine. Um, so yeah, that's, he was an asshole for sure. We're, we're just in this holding pattern with SmackDown, and that's fine because we all like the product that we're getting from week to week. You know what I mean? Like, I think they can survive not having defined purpose for a couple weeks until after we get to the next Raw pay per view. But they've got to give crumbs, and I think that's why they need to treat the Europe show kind of like it matters. They need to do something. We we can't just be going through the motions for four weeks while we wait to find out what Survivor Series is going to look like. And maybe, you know, after Raw accepts, then then maybe SmackDown starts setting their teams for those things. And you have matches. That, hey, if you want to be a part of the five, and, you know, as, as Aaron points out, if the goal is to ultimately be number 30 in the Royal Rumble, like, hey, you know, if if, if the five guys that, that win, then... The five of you are going to have a, 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 you know, a match to determine who's number 30 in the Rumble. Then guys want to be a part of that, and then they can compete in matches to be a part of the SmackDown team. You know, th- those are some things they can do in order to give us breadcrumbs. It just, the, the stories are good. They've got to have purpose over the course of the next month. You know, NXT, when they did, you know, quarterly takeovers as opposed, you know, they, and they still do for the most part. I think they, they're up to five or six by now. But, you know, they always had that situation where, you know, they had something pretty hot coming out of takeover. So they had a, a middle show there that they made a much bigger show than a regular episode. They would have a title match on it. They would Ballard, maybe even, Shinsuke Nakamura. Exactly. Something like that. And you could use that Scotland show as that episode, as that big kind of, okay, we're coming out of no, kind of the, the, we're coming out of no wars here. This is the end of the no mercy run. And this marks the end and then the beginning of the survive, the true Survivor Series build. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. But they, they just have to do that. That's all. You know what I mean? Like they, they didn't. Other than the women's title match, they didn't really define any purpose for anybody else on the card this week. And that's okay because it's one week. You know what I mean? Before AJ starts bitching at me because I know he will. It's okay. It's one week. I get it. And and the product's been so. See good. how you said that because you know. I know you're going to start bitching. I've, tra- but, I've trained you well. And by the way, if the product wasn't this good, I'd bitch more about it and I'd have a relevant point. But the product is good enough right now that you can do that for a week. Like, I, I'm not going to... I think they have a phenomenal model going for the yeah. new age of wrestling. I really do. I think that the idea to have 19 pay-per-views with all these other specials and you make each show relevant, like, they might in the process lose, like, casual fans that don't really watch... Monday and Tuesday, but like I think that they're allowing their fans the opportunity to see what we really come to see when we watch wrestling, which is a fantastic show with great athletic feats, and do it in the best way possible while not having to force everybody trying to get on the same card. I agree. I'm not. I'm not, dude. I've I've been down on the product since we started doing this show. There have been times that we have walked in to do shows, and you know I think that Aaron's felt the same way. AJ never gets down on it too much because he's he's such a mark. But 
um, that we've just sort of walked in and said, Jesus, Raw sucked this week. And we weren't watching SmackDown, so the only thing that we had that we felt any decency about was NXT. Yep. Um, right now, it's all so good that there's there's very little to complain about. They are really hitting on all cylinders. What we say, there was one match that we complained about at a pay-per-view. Yep. How much about the five hours, or I guess throw in NXT, how much of the other six hours of in-ring programming are we going to complain about from this week? Like a couple of things here and there. You know, nitpicky thing. We're we're going to be nitpicking is what we're going to do. Correct. The, the yeah. product is so fucking good that as long as they keep delivering it, the some of the things that I bitch about in the past when the product wasn't as good, it it doesn't even bother me. We had a week where we didn't really we didn't advance much of anything storyline wise this week on SmackDown, and I'm not complaining about it because SmackDown's too good for me to complain about the fact that for a week. We didn't advance much storyline-wise. Like, it, it's fine. Now, if we get the three, four weeks and we haven't done it, I said, that's going to become a problem. But it, when I when I like what I'm tuning in for, when I'm getting really quality wrestling, really quality entertainment, I'm going to live with them going a week without advancing storylines. Like, it's okay. Nothing about that made me think, ah, I don't want to tune in for SmackDown next Tuesday. Yep. Yeah, I mean, Pretty much. Miz and Ziggler are still fantastic. Right. And I have no idea where they're going from. They didn't do anything to tell me where they're going next. And it's fine. I'm going to tune in next Tuesday because Miz and Ziggler are going to be doing something together. And and, and involving, uh, for for whatever reason, involving the Spirit Squad and involving uh, uh, Heath Slater and Rhino. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know why that makes I, sense. I, I can't shit. believe, yeah, that's the thing. You're not even complaining about Rhino and Heath Slater nonsensically <laughs> running out. Yeah. <laughs> makes no sense. I don't give a shit. I'm good with it because I, I like everybody involved. I don't really like the fact that, I mean, Rhino and, and Slater still being the tag champs doesn't make a lot of sense. But other than that, I've got nothing to, you know, like, I'm, I'm totally fine with it because it's all so good and I know I'm getting more next week. So, fuck it. What else am I going to complain about? They, they've, they, whatever it is, they've got me over a barrel right now. I can't get it. I'm, my biggest complaint is that they're not giving me a second hour of NXT so they can, like I said last week, they can do an hour of the tag classic and an hour of NXT. You know what I mean? Like, I, my biggest complaint is that I want more right now. And it's a burden to see. Can I have some more, sir? Yeah. I, dude, squeezing all this in while also trying to watch the baseball playoffs and watching football every week and, and geez, other shows. Yeah, it's the, tough. the other shows that are all back and the fucking goddamn debate. Like, all of it. Um, and yet I'm finding time because it's that good. Because yep. I know I'm going to enjoy watching it that much. Out of curiosity, how did you guys watch, uh, No Mercy in the Debate? I'm, I'm curious about this one. Uh, I had the debate on the TV, but I had it, the volume, uh, like, it was, the volume of the TV was highest, but I had NXT on in the laptop, and that's what I was watching in my, I mean, not the laptop, the iPad, in my lap. Yeah, I, I did the reverse. I had the uh, No Mercy on the TV, and I had the debate on the iPad. I flipped. I started. I didn't get to No Mercy until. I would have done that, but I couldn't put. I was in the hotel, so I couldn't have No Mercy. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to No Mercy on Tuesday. I watched Raw Monday night. Um, the football game was so atrocious on Monday night. <laughs> yeah, it was. Fuck. Oh, right. You're a Buccaneers fan, so yeah. you know. Um, it was so fucking atrocious, but I was so excited about the Red Sox losing on Monday night that, like, I was on kind of a high. Um, but the football game gave me an excuse to watch Raw pretty, pretty soon after. Like, I was done with Raw by about midnight on Monday night. So I didn't watch it live, but I watched it about as close to live as I'll ever watch. And that's the good thing about the SmackDown only pay-per-views is that, like, I don't have to have watched it by Monday night. So I can watch it on Tuesday in the afternoon while I'm in the office and then watch SmackDown on Tuesday night. So it all worked out pretty well for me, actually. Like, I, 
I was I was pretty happy with how this week played out. And again, I found myself today, like I I finally got this afternoon to last week's NXT. I have not watched. We taped on Wednesday night. I have not watched Wednesday night's NXT yet. We'll talk about uh, it later. I have because yeah. you're an asshole. Yep, we well, both yeah, did. I had to do a fucking. I had to work, dicks. Um, yeah, shitty I, soccer game. It was. It was the shittiest soccer <laughs> game. By the way. Jesus Christ, it was terrible. What was the score? It was. Oh, what do you think it was? Zero zero. Zero zero. Of course. Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! What a horrendous. Anyway, uh, the moral of the story is that um, I really did. I found myself this afternoon watching last week's NXT and being like, "That's great, but that should be its own show." And then give me another hour. Like, I I don't I don't need I don't need just forty minutes of NXT and the classic. I need an hour of the classic and I need an hour of NXT. I need more in my life because there's so much that I like right now. And there's guys popping up. Like, right now, there's guys that are on both shows that are both on Raw and on NXT, and that doesn't make any sense either, and they're not really explaining it to us. But still, I don't care, because if it gives me more fucking Rich Swan in my life, I, I will bathe in that shit. You know? Yeah. That's where I am. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's come back in and let's talk about Raw. And then, at the end of this segment we talk about Raw, I want us to go on record with our – I want to make picks now. For who we think the 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 all the competitors are going to be for the three Survivor Series matches, oh, and we'll make Christ. a okay. We'll, we'll make a bet about that. Like we'll like we'll get points for how many we got right, and we'll do a bet regarding that. All right. All right. Sounds all good. Right. Very good. All right. So uh, we'll come back in. We'll talk about Raw and we'll do that. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's the main event. And this is jobbing out. <laughs> Don't miss Jim McKay, Maryland Million Day on Saturday, October 22nd at Laurel Park. Come with friends and family to Maryland's Day at the Races, a celebration of Maryland's horses and lots of fun for all ages. First race is 12-15 with 11 exciting races, great entertainment on the track, and a collector's cap, too. Don't miss out on the fun at Laurel Park on Saturday, October 22nd. Maryland Million Day. For more information, visit MarylandMillion.com or MarylandRacing.com. Stay up to date with all the latest Ravens game day info with PressBox's Project Game Day. Use your phone, tablet, or computer to get a live stream of the latest social media, video links, and pictures keeping you in touch with every aspect of this week's game. In front of the TV or on the go, use any smartphone or computer to get into the action now at PressBoxOnline.com slash game day. That's PressBoxOnline.com slash game day. Pressbox's Project Game Day is presented by ParXL and Geico. Hi, I'm Marietta English, President of the Baltimore Teachers Union. I would like to welcome all teachers, paraprofessionals, and school-related personnel back to school. We want to welcome all the new educators to the Baltimore City Public School System. This promises to be an exciting but challenging new year. We will have a new CEO who will bring new ideas goals, and expectations for staff, students, and the community. We look forward to working with her. Following the general election, we will have a new president and mayor. We are excited about this election. Please be sure that you are registered to vote. But not only register, be sure to vote. You can register online or you can visit us at 4701 Mount Hope Drive, Suite A. Our temporary location Follow us on Facebook or Twitter. I wish everyone a successful school year.
Thank you. And old, and I do mean old, familiar voice is back. Stan the Fan with the bat around every Saturday, along with Adam Gladstone, will look to entertain, inform, and educate our listeners right here on PressBoxOnline.com. Click on the Listen Live button to hear the bat around every Saturday, 10 to 12. Stan the Fan and Adam Gladstone, Real Baseball Talk is back. Go to PressBoxOnline.com slash StanTheFan to hear the bat around every Saturday from 10 to 12. Uh, do you also know how difficult it is? Because I was planning when I got here. I left. I, I got, Did you guys get the buy one, get one free Chipotle thing? No. I didn't. No, yeah. If you go to, like, the Chipotle website right now, you can get, like, a buy one free, uh, buy one, get one free burrito. Oh. And so I did it, like, two days ago, and yesterday I went, and I have another burrito sitting in the fucking fridge. And I was like, oh, when I get there, I'm going to get the fucking, I'm just going to eat that burrito. And then I was running so far late that I'm like, what a dick move that would be if I fucking... So I'm sitting here with, like, a burrito staring at me, and I'm just like, God, I'm going to murder the both of you. I'll leave that in. We'll just go ahead and add that for segment two. (laughs) Back in here, it's jobbing out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and he is... The main event. AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. Um, All right, so... Yeah, raw. Um, again, a, a good show. Uh, nothing that like sets the world on fire, but a good show. Got some Paul Heyman. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you get if I get Paul Heyman, I, I'm happy about that. I didn't think this was, you know, I didn't think this was one of Heyman's greatest promos, but it's fucking Paul Heyman, so shit. I, I mean, it, yeah. it worked and it established up, everything pretty well. Right, and it set it up. I, I even though, like everything he's Paul Heyman said is true, and I should have thought about that, but like, I didn't ever look at it from that perspective of him saying, "Oh yeah, I want to fight you because you're pretty much the only guy that has one up on me." Right. Yeah, and, and now that's what I was hoping that they would do for the build because that's a perfectly one hundred percent logical build. Like Lesnar should want that. He absolutely well, should. Yeah. Correct. That's, I mean, this is, this is the reason why he should care so much about Goldberg. Now, you know, they, they still have to do the part, like, I know they tried on ESPN to explain why Goldberg would care about Lesnar, but they still have a little bit of work to do there, where like, why wouldn't Bill Goldberg just say, fuck you, I already beat you, I don't give a shit, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I, his tweet he sent out kind of helped it make sense. But that was after Heyman. That was after Heyman. Like, why did he initially call him out, I guess? Is the question. No, because coach, coach asked him who he wanted to face when he came back. Right, and so, he said that in Lesnar. Yeah, because Lesnar was, you know what I'm saying, he's, if you're going to come back to WWE and face somebody, realistically, like in story mode too, if you want to face the best guy in WWE when you come back, who is that person? No, I hear you, but I still think there's got to be a, a, pers- a more personal level than that, right? Like it, I think, And I think they can do it easily. Like I think that Goldberg could come out on Monday night and say – you know, frankly, I'm not proud of that first win or something along those lines. Well, I, 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 I beat you and I walked away. I never got to, you know, enjoy my spoils there. Something yeah. along those lines. Yeah, I think there's plenty of things he can do to make it more personal than just Brock being the top dog. You know what I mean? I think that he can do that. And again, I, I'm looking forward. Bill Goldberg is going to be on fucking Monday Night Raw. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. This is where I should just be lucky to be alive right now. This couldn't be a greater time. To be a professional wrestling fan, on top of everything. Do you think they're gonna dye his beard? Uh, 
I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Um, but yeah, there's that. Uh, the, the, the title picture is what it is. Um, it's, it's certainly not bad. Like, it's. Yeah. We it's, got, we got, we got the three main titles on Raw all being defended in a heel, Hell in the Cell match. Right. So that's the big story from Raw, obviously, but we spent too much time talking about it last week that I don't know how much more we had to say about it. I said last week I thought they had to do this. Was it Aaron that was the asshole that was a contrarian? No, it was AJ. No. Oh, AJ. No, I didn't say that they couldn't do it. I just AJ said is they... such an asshole. I've always said that. God, what a jerk. It should be the Glenn Aaron show. We are yeah. all for women be having the spotlight. AJ does not no, want to no. <laughs> no. What happened was I didn't think they would do it. I didn't say that it was a bad idea. Uh, I just that's that's, that's how you're copping it, huh, Donald Trump? That's that's what you're doing. <laughs> it's dude. It was just locker room talk. That's all. We're just, just guys hanging out. Um, they, look, I said I thought they had to, and I really think that's what it came down to. I think they were in too much of a spot where how can you talk about how much you've done for, for women and female athletes to have this opportunity for from a periphery? And I don't. the other thing, too, that's important right now is when you're getting so much mainstream coverage. You know, Aaron's got The Sun, and he's got Rolling Stone, and, and there's an entire ESPN um, department that is related to WWE right now. When you're getting so much mainstream coverage, what's going to come from that is more and more column writing and more and more opinion writing. Our buddy Kevin Eck is writing for my publication, Press Box, and he wrote a column about, you know, you've got to let the women go to hell in a cell. And I do think that if they hadn't done this, there would have been more of that. There would have been more mainstream writing about, really, you know, like you've, you've been pushing this women's revolution and you're not going to let them have a hell in a cell match still. So I think they were in kind of a, a bind, but I think it's a good bind to be in because this should be a very it's it's Sasha Banks and Charlotte. Like what about being in Hell of Cell is gonna make that not be better? So I I it, they found themselves up against the wall and I think that they're doing what they should do and I think that it's gonna be great. I think we're all gonna do you enjoy think it. they break through the wall. Um I, I don't think like they use the cell much. I really don't. I think it's going to end up be more it'll it won't be just a standard match. But it'll be closer to it than some of the others. I think, and I think that you're wrong because you're doubting these women's ability. I think that they can go out. Charlotte and Sasha Banks are two of the best in-ring storytellers in the business. And and they've proven it for years now. Yeah. Uh, I think they can find a way to use the cage in ways that men have never thought before. Well, that's definitely true. They could. They absolutely could, and I, I could think of various, you know, you can, as you said, you can do things with women that you can't do with men uh, because of their flexibility for other reasons. You know, there's a reason why the submissions look so good with the women, because they're so much more flexible. You, you, you know, you use the cage to somehow use that flexibility to hang someone with, you know, not by the neck, but like by the leg or something. That's something that most men can't do. Oh, that's yeah. true. Let me, let me just throw in one, and I don't know how you do this, but... Um, is there a way, I know this is going to sound silly, they have talked so much about shattering the glass ceiling. This is the only match that involves a ceiling. Is there any way to involve glass somehow and do some sort of symbolism with Hell in a Cell? No. Nothing? I mean, there's no they, they could, could they do it? Yes. Do I see them involving glass in a women's edge? Now I'm on AJ's side. No, they're not going that far. I feel like it would be really great. I feel like it would be a big 
said glass? I don't, again, I got, it's not going to be, I don't know how you do it. I'm just saying involving glass and the ceiling, I feel like could create a viral type of moment. They shot at the glass w- ceiling, Maggle. Right. That WWE would flip out and be like, look at what we did and would want it to be shared on every platform all over the world, right? I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know how they do it because it's not, there's no obvious way. I just wait, wonder if... Wait, 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 wait. You said they were going to have glass in the ceiling and we're just going to brush this off? Like, <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying it's... A... No, no, no. I, I don't think you're hearing me, AJ. I'm not saying it's going to be in the ceiling. I'm saying that somehow they involve the ceiling and glass to create oh, a symbol. Well, I don't think that'll happen. I think that you were better off sticking with they were going to have a glass ceiling, literally. Well, that would be great, too. I think that would be really <laughs> wonderful, but it's not really a hell in a cell if you have a glass ceiling. Why isn't it? Well, why, why not? one panel be glass? Oh, one panel be glass? The, 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 the top of the cage, instead of having it be more uh, wire around, have it be glass at the top. I mean, it would it would still accomplish the same thing. They want to have it go viral, right? It would actually be a sturdy years walking surface. That's a good point, too. Um, <laughs> and at some point, you can shatter it. You don't have to send somebody through it. You could just shatter or, it. You know, they, they, they throw something at it, and it shatters the glass ceiling. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, dude, look, I get it. It's out there. It's just the type of silly thing that WWE does, right? And that, like, they well, would... That's not I think you thought that you thought of something really cool, and it's actually oh. super lame. All right, you're, you know what? I, it's it. I, I'm going to go eat my fucking burrito. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Um, the one thing, the one thing about the build that just, just initially doesn't quite, quite feel right based on how they've done it in the past is, is Mick Foley announcing all of these matches. Like, in the past, whenever it's been Hell in a Cell and Mick Foley, it's Mick Foley coming out, oh my god, Hell in a Cell, you know, destroyed my career, you shouldn't do this, you should do this. But I'm perfectly okay with sending Charlotte and Sasha into the Hell in a Cell. That's the one thing I've had a slight problem with, but that, again, Nitpicking, absolutely nitpicking there. No, wait, what? In the past, whenever they've had a Hell in a Cell match and incorporated Mick Foley into the build to the story, they have said, they have done it with the thought of Mick Foley is coming out there to try to convince someone not to get into the Hell in a Cell. That's been his role in the past constantly. And so for him to say, I'm willingly, I'm gladly sending all of these guys into a cell, it doesn't quite fit based on his persona. Yeah, nitpicking. I, it's nitpicking. I admit yeah. that, but look, I'm I'm not going to argue with you, but I also don't give a shit. So. Yeah, that's that's sort of where I'm at. Uh, what else? <laughs> what else? What else from Raw? Anything? Is there anything else from Raw that matters? I, I, oh, I, I love the Jericho well, stuff. They, the Jericho. Yeah, they announced that they were going to. Well, yeah, but they also announced that they were going to put glass in the ceiling. Of- <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you know what? That's it. I'm getting a fucking burrito. You guys do whatever the fuck you want. Uh, <laughs> did, did, did you think Jericho had a shot of winning? I actually thought he did. That was I thought that was fascinating. <laughs> that was really well done. It's just me and you now. Forget Glenn. Hey, uh, hey, if you guys didn't hear, AJ signed to the fucking practice squad. He's not even on the real team. Damn. Wow. What you got now, huh? What you got now? Wow, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you practicing eating that burrito right now? I would I would like to actually eat the fucking burrito. In fact, if you guys would just let me walk away, like I might let you guys just do the top five by yourselves, so I can go have my fucking burrito. 
Um, that sounds like a great idea. That that, that does <laughs> sound like a great idea. Put put that. Uh, re- remind ma- remind us of that at the end of the show. No, done done. You guys can do it. I'm gonna eat a goddamn burrito. <laughs> Um, I, I, um, I thought the, I thought the Jericho Owens stuff was great, and I, I thought it was a swerve. I really thought that Owens was uh, either Jericho was going to win or Owens was going to accidentally cost Jericho at the end. But Owens was, you know, all about helping Jericho. I thought that was a nice kind of little swerve on the typical trope there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I look. I don't think anything that I would have complained about anything those guys did because it involves Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho, and they're. The greatest thing ever. So it's so I, amazing I, how. Did, did you see that he tweeted out the list? Oh, did he tweet out the actual list? Yes. Oh, son of a bitch! I didn't see that. Now I need to see it. I can't. I don't need anything in my life more than I need that. I need this more than I need my burrito. <laughs> you know what, AJ? After making fun of me, I'm I'm putting you on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. It, it's a it's an inanimate object. But it works so well. It is no. the most. Over thing in wrestling, in, I, I mean, I think it's more over than Francesco ever was. I know that's saying a lot, but I think it was. I don't know. It's more over than Matt Hardy, and that's it in a lot. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm just saying. I mean, is, Rollins even dropped alone, the like obsolete him. in the middle of his promo. Matt Hardy is pretty over when you have guys in other companies trying to get pops off of your lines. Wait, where is the actual... Yeah, I get it. How far back do I have to go to find the list? I don't know. I think I saw it on Reddit, so... Ah, God damn it. You're the worst. Everybody hates you. You should go break through a glass ceiling or something. (laughs) Um, Here we go. Uh, Oh, it was Facebook. Okay. For Christ's sakes. I'm searching the wrong place. Aaron is such an asshole. Just, just Google Jericho post the list. And Aaron just, just, is... just, just Google Jericho post the list. It's there. I'm looking at it right now. I love, God, all of his names for Tom Phillips are so <laughs> wonderful. Oh, God. Everything is so great. I, I'm so happy with my life. Oh, it's not the actual list. It's just a picture of the list. What, right? Is, is is this what is this? Is this like the, it, it's not Sting? It's a picture of Sting. Hang on, hang on. No, it just says the list of Jericho. Is there actually? There, there's things written. Oh, okay. Then I'm not looking at the right thing. All right, hang on a second. Google the list. Jericho post picture of the list. All right, all right. Everybody saw, oh, there it is. There. Oh yeah. my God. Yes. Oh, it's so glorious. Xavier Woods made it twice. <laughs> Kofi, not Kofi with a Y. <laughs> This is the this is the happiest I've ever been in my life. I, I did love it. There's one thing wrong with it. We saw him clearly cross out Stephanie's name when she made the match. Where no, is no, that no, on the no, list? No, he he could have been pretending to cross it out. That that is true. You you are absolutely correct. Because he didn't want he didn't want Stephanie to be mad that she was on the list, but he was still writing her on the list. But she's not on the <laughs> list. Enzo not Esno. <laughs> Oh, this is glorious. This is so wonderful. Uh, Mick Foley screwing over Y2J, Y2J's best friend Kevin Owens. <laughs> WWE oh fan in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, oh man, I'm really happy. I'm really, really happy. <laughs> I like so how he has a separate list of stupid idiots. Oh, God. All right, uh, I don't know what we're doing. I just want to look at the list for the rest of the night. I don't want to do anything else. The list is its giving me life right now. Um, yeah, th- look, whatever they do with those two guys, they can't do wrong. It's wonderful. The will they won't they thing, the coming back and being best friends. They, they, 
I, I feel like I'm watching Friends. You know what I mean? Like it's like Ross and Rachel. I, I'm I'm so happy watching these two. <laughs> I I just can't possibly describe it. It's it's glorious. It's the most wonderful thing. It is amazing, but I'm also just reading the list now myself. Yeah. <laughs> it says Xavier Woods laughing. Laughing. <laughs> Right, and he kept. He always refers to Kevin Owens as Y2J's best friend, Kevin Owens. <laughs> Big E, Big E, not allowing Y2J to the champions. Of- <laughs> oh, he's oh. so great! It's it's tremendous. It's this amazing. Is a tremendous thing. Um, what else? Anything else from Raw? Or can we make our picks? We can make picks. We can make. All right, picks. let's do this. Let's do this. So the concept is. There are going to be a total of 30 either individuals or tag teams that are going to be participating um, in these three, as we assume. I mean, Raw still has to go with it, right? Like, they still have to say yes. But I, I don't think you put it out there that you're putting your top guys, top two, unless right, it's unless happening. You know it's yes. go. So let's start, with the, let's start with the women's match, all right? And you tell me the five, and then we're going to, we need to, we'll come up with a bet for this, but you tell me, uh, AJ, you go first. The five raw women that will be a part of the women's match. Uh, all right. Well, then we're going to have to have, absolutely have Sasha Banks in that match. Of course. Uh, I'm going to say Charlotte's in that match. I would think so. I'm going to say Bailey's in that match. Pretty uh-huh. logical. I'm going to also say... How many days away is Survivor Series? It's about six weeks from now. Six and a half yeah, weeks. I, I would be surprised if Paige was part of it. Uh, no, well, it's just only 60, 60 days suspension. But, but you make your own damn picks now that I think about it. Cause That's I don't a, to, no, I'm just, I'm just I saying, don't if it was over 60 days, I would... It's not over it's, 60 days. So it's not. I'm going to then put on Emelina. Oh, damn it. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Son of a... I might pick the just to be different then. Uh, I guess I guess at that point, Dana Brooke. All right, so I'm, I'm going to so go we, different. I'm going to go different from you. I'm going to have Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha, Dana Brooke. I wanted to put Emelina, but I'm going to put Nia Jax instead. Okay, so we all have something different because I have Emelina and Nia Jax. I have no Dana Brooke. All right. So all right. we all agreed. We all agreed on Bailey, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha are all on. Yeah, we all have those three, and then we all have some combination of, of the others. All right, very good. Uh, now, Aaron, you'll start the five SmackDown women. Uh, all right, you got to start with uh, Becky. Mm-hmm. Go with uh, Alexa, mm-hmm. Naomi, mm-hmm. and then I'm just going to go uh, Nikki Bella and Carmella. A son of a bitch, we got the same five. Yeah, that's. All right, let me really think about this. Because I don't want to pick the same five as you bastards. Yeah, I don't like doing it, but those are my. I wrote them down, so I'm not taking them back now. <sighs> I'm just trying to think of who to take off that list more so than. Yeah, just you're not going to come up with it. Well, I mean, there's <sighs> one more out there. <laughs> there, there's yeah. Well, I mean, there's a couple more. Well, there's one more prominent woman on SmackDown right, who right, we didn't correct. list. Correct. I just think that if you guys... All right, fuck you guys. I'm going to take off... Uh, I'm going to take off Carmella 
and I'm going to put on Natalia. Yeah. All right. All right. I like it. I like that you went somewhere else. I appreciate that. All right. To the tag match, my five raw tag teams. The fifth one is obviously hard. The first four are easy. Enzo and Cass, New Day, The Club, Cesaro, and Sheamus. Yep. Um, just because I'm a selfish, selfish man, I'm going to make R-Truth and Goldust my fifth. And if I'm wrong, I don't care because at least I'm, I had the balls to make a pick. Yeah. Uh, AJ, your five raw tag teams. Um... I would definitely have to go with not the golden truth because they're garbage. Fuck you. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I'm joking. Whoa. I'm joking. Fuck, fuck your mother. Fuck everyone <laughs> that's ever been involved with you in the hit. Fuck the Washington Redskins. Fuck not- the, and I went to Maryland. Fuck Maryland. Fuck all of them you for that, that shit that you just said. Uh, well, I'm going to start with Gallows and Anderson. Okay. Right. Um, the New Day. Yep. <sighs> See, I'm in a pickle because I kind of want to put Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho in this match, but I think they'll be in the other match. Yeah, probably, yeah. yes. Um, or you could put the them sh- both and make sure you're right on one. Sh- the Shining Stars. You're putting the shining stars in over the golden truth. I'm you're, the, you're an asshole. So, so am I. To, I it's not what it's, it's what we think's gonna happen, not what we want. I, I hate all of you. I hate you. Um, definitely Cesaro and Sheamus. So then you got your five. Yeah, that's four. Well, we know who your five, fifth is going to be. Yeah. Oh, do you? Who's my fifth? Well, if it's not Enzo and Cass, you have a serious problem <laughs> with your team. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, uh, uh, Lindsay Dorado and... No, I mean, I guess, I, I mean, I guess you, you could say Sami Zayn and Nev, actually. You know what, I, I, yeah, okay. I'm not including the Shining Stars. So who's your fifth? I said I'm gonna go in zone cast. Alright, so then, so you're sticking with the Shining Stars. So then Aaron, who's your fifth? Uh, my, my fifth will be, uh, Sami Zayn and Neville with New Day Club, Enzo and Cass, and Sheamus and Cesaro. Cause I'm okay, not gonna I'm- take Shining Stars now. I'm good with that. All right, Aaron, your uh, five SmackDown tag teams. Uh, Heath and Rhino, Usos, American Alpha, Hype yep. Bros, and Vaude Villains. Uh, you know, that's the fifth one's the tough one. Yeah, the fifth I'm one's a, a tough one. It seems like they're doing a little bit more with the Ascension right now than they are with the uh, Vaude Villains, so the Ascension will be my fifth. And well, my fifth will be Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. Ooh. Ooh, a little bit, a uh, little okay. bit out there. I like it. I like it. All Isn't right, now Tom- Rowan injured. I'm not sure about that, but he might be uh, injured. But whatever. let the man make his own fucking. Pick uh, I'm letting him make the pick, he, and he might be healthy by then. God, what a dick Aaron is, right? Like, what a fucking asshole. Now, uh, five male raw performers. You I start. Guess I go. With, yes, I go first here. Um, all right, so obviously we start with our truth, and then <laughs> he's going to be in every the- match. It does much doesn't matter after that. Um, yeah, so Owens and Jericho and Seth. And then I guess Roman and Rusev are my five. AJ. I'm gonna oh God. I don't want to put Rusev on there just because I don't think they're gonna put him on there. It's very dumb of them. I mean, have they ever really... I mean, they have a couple times, but... 
fuck. I, I hate picking the same people. That's what I'm trying to think. You guys are the worst. Uh, yeah, just make gonna, fucking picks. I'm trying to think, asshole. I'll take off Rusev and I'll put on Sami Zayn. Okay. All right. Very good. Aaron? I, I'm going with your five. I, I think that they're going to go title and title picture right and, now. And because uh, AJ has to go last, Aaron, you have to go first. On you, why are you title and title picture? You act like Hell in a Cell's not before Survivor Series. I know it is, but I think you're going to take those title pictures and you're just going to push them all into the uh, right, the, the, next, the best the next five. Favorite. Yeah, I, I think we're going to see... I, I don't think we're going to see any titles online besides the Cruiserweight title. That's just... All right. So um, I'm I'm doing the same thing uh, for SmackDown. Yep. Going Styles, Ambrose, Ziggler, Miz. And I guess Cena, though I don't know what Cena's situation is. That's my one big question And about you this. also went with a different match than what I went with. So I left Ziggler and Miz out and put Bray and Orton. Yeah, and that's that's the other possibility is you put Orton and Bray. Okay. But I think, I think you'd put Orton and Bray separately. Okay, and then AJ, what are your SmackDown 5? AJ, Dean, Bray, Orton, and, and I think I think you can find a just say Cena and be done with it. It's not Cena, asshole. I'm choosing between Miz and Ziggler. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm going I'm to go with Miz. All right. All right. Very good. Now, we need a bet. What did we bet on um, the, the the tag tournament? What was our bet T-shirts. And we, we may have an issue with that tag tournament. We'll get to that in oh, segment what three. what the fuck? We'll, we'll get to it in segment three. I can't wait for this goddamn burrito. Um, so what do we want to bet on this? Uh, last place is a stupid idiot. Ah, I do love that. <laughs> I last do place that. goes on the list. I, I, I actually feel like we could do a thing where, like, last place has to go... Has to go somewhere in public. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I just thought of a great idea. Uh-oh. <laughs> we literally make a list. Of what? A list of, of jobbing out. A jobbing out list of stupid idiots. Well, I, I'm good with and that. <laughs> how does that have to do with anybody that loses the bet? When you make the list, you have to write, I am a stupid idiot, sign your name next to it, and then take a picture with the list next to you, doing something that makes you look oh, like a... Oh, you know what? This is... This is, this is I, we're, we're overthinking this. The loser has to hold up a sign for a picture that says, I'm a stupid idiot, and then make it their, their Twitter avatar for the next... For, <laughs> for the for week the or whatever. Month. For month is a long time. Month is a while. Oh, a pay-per-view cycle. Okay. Three weeks. Okay. All right? All right. So whoever loses that week after... After Survivor Series, we'll go back over, we'll do the, the, the points, and then whoever got the fewest points that week when we when we tape the show has to change their avatar to a picture of them holding a sign that says, I'm a stupid idiot, and they have to keep it that way until the next pay-per-view. Yeah. Good. I, 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 that, All right. Since, you, since you're such a hater, I can do that. All right. Very good. Now, we'll grab a break here. When we come back in, uh, we got to talk about NXT. And then I'm going to eat a burrito, and they're going to do a top five. Uh, I'm Glenn, he's Aaron, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Hi, I'm Marietta English 
president of the Baltimore Teachers Union. I would like to welcome all teachers, paraprofessionals, and school-related personnel back to school. We want to welcome all the new educators to the Baltimore City Public School System. This promises to be an exciting but challenging new year. We will have a new CEO who will bring new ideas, goals, and expectations for staff, students, and the community. We look forward to working with her. Following the general election, we will have a new president and mayor. We are excited about this election. Please be sure that you are registered to vote. But not only register, be sure to vote. You can register online or you can visit us at 4701 Mount Hope Drive, Suite A, our temporary location. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter. I wish everyone a successful school year. Thank you. Don't miss Jim McKay, Maryland Million Day on Saturday, October 22nd at Laurel Park. Come with friends and family to Maryland's Day at the Races, a celebration of Maryland's horses and lots of fun for all ages. First race is 12-15 with 11 exciting races, great entertainment on the track, and a collector's cap, too. Don't miss out on the fun at Laurel Park on Saturday, October 22nd. Maryland Million Day. For more information, visit MarylandMillion.com or MarylandRacing.com. Stay up to date with all the latest Ravens game day info with PressBox's Project Game Day. Use your phone, tablet, or computer to get a live stream of the latest social media, video links, and pictures keeping you in touch with every aspect of this week's game. In front of the TV or on the go, use any smartphone or computer to get into the action now at PressBoxOnline.com slash game day. That's PressBoxOnline.com slash game day. Pressbox's Project Game Day is presented by ParXL and Geico. Hi, Ken Zalas here, KZ, from the Pressbox Fantasy Reality Football Show, which you can hear right here on Pressbox Radio every Sunday morning from 10 a.m. till noon. Myself, Sarita, the NFL chick, KO, keeping us on the air. It's called the Football Show. We talk all things football, high school football, college football, NFL football. Of course, we lean a little bit towards the Ravens, but we'll also talk Baltimore sports and all sports in general. Join us every Sunday, 10 a.m. to noon on the Pressbox Fantasy Reality Football Show. The Pressbox Fantasy and Reality Football Show, Sunday mornings, 10 to noon. Pressboxonline.com slash fantasy. Final segment is Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course, A.J. Francis of the Washington Redskins. Um, I have, I'm have i the only one of us that hasn't watched NXT this week, as we take, so please, whatever you can do to avoid spoiling for me, just, you know, like, let let me know if possible. Um, last week started the, 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 the Dusty Classic, we made our picks, Aaron, what's the problem? The problem uh, is that there may be something up in the air with it because Hideo Itami uh, is now on the shelf. He has been injured um, again. And so considering one of the teams that was there, no, I'm not saying it's a problem as a whole, just that we aren't getting one of the teams that we thought, and uh, I believe it was both me and AJ had that team hmm. in the finals. Hmm. 
Well, you know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like you guys shouldn't have been such stupid idiots and picked them to go to the finals. Yeah. It sounds like you now know that your boy is going to win and you're trying to bag out of a bet. That's what it sounds like. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I'm still going to beat Aaron, so I don't really care. <laughs> well, there's not a last place thing in it, too, so I don't know why it matters whether you get second or third in this one. Just saying. No, like, it well, sounds like you guys are scared. I'm not scared. I'm just saying... What do we do? What if? Right, so, like, what if it's a whole new team? Let's say it's a whole new team. It's it, Bushi is I out. Say, even if it's the whole new team, you you you, you get just, that pod. We get that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you get the pod. That's what I would say. Yeah, of course you'd say that. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> or you could have listened to me. They were never winning this thing. You guys are stupid. They were never doing that. Yeah, you probably that. said Finn Balor and Samoa Joe weren't winning it last year. You had the two I, top I guys. I, I did probably say that. Uh, well, you can do this tournament as much as you want. The authors of Pan are fucking winning it. I mean, Corey Graves told us last week that the authors of Pan are winning it. So because Corey Graves is always correct. That is a I mean, I did pick them to win. That's why I'm not tripping. Right. Right. We're good. <laughs> um, all right. So, so explain to me, because I didn't, you texted us about this earlier today, and I, I didn't fucking understand at all what you were okay. texting us. Um, so here's the thing. So Hideo Itami, he was injured. Uh, about a week and a half ago at this point, and he was injured. He was, it was, uh, at one of those, you know, the little Florida house shows that are in front of, you know, 150, 200 people. Uh, the main. They typically send the B team to. Yes. So, Uh, Aaron, you got to go to NXT. Oh, I got to go to NXT, and it was tremendous. I don't don't want to talk about it. It was amazing. The the show was great. What's that? I'm going to a murderous rage if we talk too much about it. I I, I just have to. It was you know we had wondered if it was going to falter a little Glenn, bit. What was the score of that soccer game? <laughs> well, it was it was one one, and I want to kill myself. <laughs> so well, so when well, so when they were scoring the first goal, I was probably was. seeing Bobby Roode and Cedric Alexander go one on one. Is what you're hey, saying? Hey, do you have that camera on? Because I'm about to show you my taint. Or, or was, or, or was it when, uh, Nakamura teamed with right Ty Dillinger right here, to guys. face Austin Aries and Here's Samoa tank, Joe? Aaron. Look at my taint! Mate. <laughs> it, it, it was, it was tremendous. It was so entertaining. And they, NXT just knows how to hit the right notes where they get the good wrestling with just inter, pure entertainment throughout. All right. So I'm going to murder Aaron with my bare hands. But before I do that, um, so so the other show they do, they, they have two things going on in the weekend. Yes. They send the big stars. They send the top the top. Yes. Th- this actually group. was the, the weekend before. So this was with some of the top stars were in Florida as well. Because the oh. main event of the night was Nakamura teaming with Itami against the team of uh, Sabatelli. And- so they're send- wait, they're sending her... Fucking Shinsuke Nakamura to a bingo hall. And that's, of and that's what I was texting about that people are now okay. wondering about. Because Hideo Itami, uh, when uh, uh, Riddick Moss caught him and did the worst power slam I've ever seen and dropped him right on his head or right on his shoulder, and Itami may now be out for a long time. So now there are people online who are saying, what are we doing here? What benefit does it give to have these top stars, these guys like Bobby Roode, Itami, Nakamura, who are up there in age, who already are ready, and who are your top stars, facing guys who are green, you know, fairly green, and could right. make mistakes in the ring in front of a hundred people in Florida? 
Well, look, I mean, I think it's a question the WWE has to ask itself, and I, I don't think it's an unfair question to ask. Now, uh, there's... No, I don't, I don't agree with that, because every big star in WWE right now has wrestled in these small little... I, I, AJ, I hear you, but they... they... I, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I've been to a house show Shut in up. Florida. Yeah, have you? Really? Haven't heard and, and, uh... Hey, how was that, man? When you got to go see Shinsuke Nakamura take on Finn Balor, how was that? <laughs> Oh, you're such a dick. <laughs> wow. I just wanted to know how that match was, because I know you were there in Orlando, because that's like your hometown now. So I was just wondering uh, how the match was. Wow. Wow. Such a dick. Such a dick. But that's not even what I was referring to. I was talking about a main roster house show in Fort Lauderdale, and it was where the uh, Panthers play hockey, and there were just as many people as there is at a Panthers game, and you know don't nobody go to the Panthers game. Well, I hear you, but that's it was, still... It's more, that's, the, it's that's more than a 150-seat sellout. Yeah, 3,000 people or so, right? Like, it's it's still... I, look, we've all been... They did a, pay, a house show at the Patriot Center the same night as Raw and the same night as the Redskins opener, and there was a 1,000 people there, but it was a 1,000. It wasn't a 100. I, I do think there's a key difference. Like, the building in, in Hartford County that Aaron was at on Saturday night only holds 3,000. And, and it was packed. There were yes. 3,000 people there on, on Saturday. But yes. that 3,000 Great arena, by the way. I, number. I, I, I hate driving out to Bel Air and you had to drive through, like, creepy cornfields and stuff to oh, get yeah, there. It's, it's out there. But, um, the venue is perfect for NXT. Oh, yeah. It's, it's exactly the type of place where they should be going for NXT. This is, it's, I, like, we went and saw them in a theater in Philadelphia and it's fine, but, Wrestling is meant to me for a, a four-sided building. You know yes. what I mean? Like that you can have people on all sides of the the stage uh, or the the ring. Um, so I think that the arena that they went to is is exactly what NXT should be doing. I think it's it's really brilliant for them. So I, AJ, I'm not saying they shouldn't wrestle in front of small venues, but what is? No, I'm saying, but I'm saying, but like they're all going out there. Like all the big stars do this kind of thing and that's just something that's just part of the business that's like it's like a preseason game if it makes sense okay but here's my question would you you've been to the mcw arena in Joppa? yeah do you think nxt should run shows at the mcw arena mm, yeah really okay and mcw arena can hold what, a thousand okay. yeah, it can hold a th- all right if it can hold a thousand i would feel different i think yeah. a thousand to me would be the number yeah. I think at no, this point. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I went to, uh, NXT house show in Largo, Florida. And that's exactly that, where this was. This was Largo. Yeah. And that, that place is literally like a community center. Yeah. Right. I hear you. And, but it was a great show and the, the, everybody, like, it was packed. It's not like it wasn't. I guess here's, here's the, here's the other question for this. And this is. But how, okay. How many people is packed in that place? Like, Probably 300, 350. See, I, I just don't know. I don't know if that should, at this point, how much money can you make on an event like that? You know what I mean? I, I don't, and, I don't and when know. Guys how... like, when guys like Nakamura, who have ha- openly had back problems, who there, there's questions. The, the question about Nakamura wasn't, you know, would WWE want him? Is does he have enough left in the tank to go to WWE? Should he be, and, and in this case, wrestling guys who have been, you know, who are still very, very green in front of those three. Is the juice worth the squeeze there is the question. Right, right. And I, I just think from a business perspective, I'm not even saying whether it's a good idea or bad idea. Like, I, AJ, I get what you're talking about. I just don't know. I don't know that there's enough money to be made on a 350-person crowd to justify doing the event and certainly not to justify the amount of risk that's involved in the event. 
I felt differently when I saw Oscar. Well, I'm sure at, it was amazing. At Largo yeah. show. It was awesome. I'm sure for you it was amazing. I, I'm just talking from a business perspective than anything else. I, I think it's something they, and, and look, if they have done the math and said, yeah, you know, when we go to a 350 person venue, we can sell every seat for, for 300 bucks. Like we can make money off the event. Um, and it allows us to do something a little bit smaller. There's no real travel involved. How far away is Largo from, from, um, Orlando? Like, hour 45 minutes? Right, so they don't have to put anybody up in a hotel. They don't, you know, like, they, they literally just, hey, you're driving to Largo tonight. You know what I mean? So, so they say the costs are low for something like this. The WWE might look at it from a business proposition and say it's, it's not a bad business proposition. But, I, look, I, I can, I'll peel back the curtain. The, the WWE had a different location in mind for where they wanted to do NXT when they came to Baltimore the first time. Yep. And there was almost a deal done. Um, it was, it was on the cusp of being, being done. And, you know, there was just a, it was a busy time for the WWE, so the deal didn't get finalized. And by the time they went back to finalize the deal, the WWE said, you know what? No, your venue's too small. And this is a venue that's, it's almost a thousand. This is like 800. Um, is what this venue can do fairly. And the WWE came back and said, no, that's too small for what we're doing now for NXT. So to me, I think that says kind of definitively the cap's got to be a 1,000. And ideally for NXT, you find more and more of these places like the five. Like there's so many colleges. And, and here's, um, here's the thing. I don't think that you don't you need to put a cap for all NXT shows. I think there is value for some of these newer guys to be going on the Florida circuit. And, and they're the floor series, so right, I love it because they are going right. there for NXT. They're not necessarily going there for the stars. These are the guys who are the hardcores right. who are going to pack these 250 seat halls, and they would go to see whoever it is, you know, who's starting right. to hit the ring. We saw uh, uh, Mata from Tough Enough appear as a security guard on uh, on NXT this week, so maybe he's going to be the guy that Samoa Joe beat up last week that already saw hot and bothered about. Oh yeah, yeah, and they were doing that on house shows. Like they, they that's what it came from. Is that like they were building up on house shows? Oh, this is going to be a big debut, big debut, and then they finally did it on uh, NXT TV. Okay. Yeah. So like, you can use that for them. I just question if guys like Nakamura, guys like Atami, guys like Rude, need to be wrestling in front of those 250 seat venues and possibly uh, risking it. Was there when I went, and it was awesome. So I, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it was awesome. I just, yeah. I just can't, I just can't have a problem. Like I know if I'm going to those shows, I'm expecting, I'm not expecting everybody to be there. I understand you put the B team out there sometimes, and there's going to be guys there I don't even know, and I understand that. But if you just throw me a crumb, I'm good with it. They gave me, <laughs> they gave me Oscar and Austin Aries, and those guys will still make money. Right, right. And they'll head right on back to NXT tonight, and there'll only be two of them, and that'll be cool. Well, and, and for them, the argument would be it's basically like having a weekend off because we didn't have to go to Philadelphia or we didn't have to go to Baltimore. We, you know, we, we got to stay home for a weekend. And so that's – yeah, I don't – look, you want to do it that way, I think you can do it that way. I do think it's just – it's up to the WWE. It's a business – I'm not saying definitively they shouldn't or they can't. I To me, this is a business decision that you have to make, and that's – if, if you can justify it that way, if you think enough is accomplished by running these shows in Largo, that in order to make them valuable, you got to send one or two stars, an Austin Aries, an Oscar, every time. Um, okay, yeah, you know, sure. If you think it's it that 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 valuable to you, 
But I do think you have to consider it. I think you have to take in all these propositions. I think anybody with a business degree, don't you have like six of those, AJ? Uh, I think uh, I don't have a business degree, but I have an economics degree. Economics degree. I think anybody anybody in that world would tell you that you would have to really analyze that. All right, can I go eat my fucking burrito? The, the, the other aspect is just this sucks for Atami. This really sucks oh, for Atami if it's a long-term God injury. Damn. God, no doubt. And didn't we hear that like at one point he didn't know if he really wanted to stick around yeah. the last time? Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. But right, I want to eat this. I want to eat this fucking burrito. You guys do a top five, okay? All right, sounds good. All right, all right. So what kind of top five are we gonna do? I don't even know. All right, we're going to pull back the curtain a little bit now. So uh, me and AJ, we're, we're all in different places right now. I'm sure we've ta- said this earlier in the show. And we were all supposed to get on at 9.30. And Glenn, very, very late. So he's not part of this uh, top five right now. It's actually 9.47. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's he's pretty awful. And because he's a piece of shit, that is what the top five is going to be right now. Because we're, we're not happy with Glenn right now. We want to get going on this. So uh, top five reasons why Glenn Clark is an asshole. I mean, this might be our best top five to date. Uh, it's definitely the best subject. And you know what, guys, if all of our listeners, why don't you tweet at us? Tweet at, at Jobby Gatcher. Tweet at Glenn Clark Radio, too. Let him know why he's a piece of shit. But uh, start off with number five. We're waiting on your top five. No, I, no I mean, we're waiting on the top five from the fans. Oh, yeah. We, we want to see the top five. We want to hear your guys' complaints about Glenn. Because there are many. We all know everyone hates Glenn. He's, he's, you know, we, me and you, we get into feuds here, but we are clearly like, you know, the, 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 uh, the tweener and the face. He's the heel of the show. We all know that, right? He's absolutely, hold on. Who's the heel and who's the tweener and who's the face between me and you? It, it kind of depends on the subject. <laughs> I was gonna say, which one of us, which one of us is the face? Cause I think we all know, I'm the main event, so I'm definitely the top baby face in this company. Yeah, but we you also, you also call the listeners assholes half the time, so, you can, I mean, you're, you're kind of yeah, an anti, you're, you're like the, you're like the rock and stone cold not do the same? Nah, they tended not to insult the fans too much. But you're right, they did every now and then. But you know what, you're, you're like Stone Cold, you're kind of the anti-hero, you're the guy who's not sup- the, the perfectly clean-cut babyface. That, that's what you are right there. That's true, that is true. Alright, so what, what, what's your number five for uh, why Glenn Clark is an asshole? Well, my n- number five is mainly because he used to put me always, I'm sorry, he used to always put me on the spot at the University of Maryland. Like... That little promo thing he did, like he had a camera in my face when he asked me, and I was just like, uh, okay. And I ended up being really good at it because I'm the main event and I'm good at everything. But when he made me cut a Merrill, a promo on the Maryland football jerseys, dude, what kind of asshole are you to put somebody on the spot like that? Well, to, to be fair, and I know I shouldn't be defending Glenn right now. I mean, come on, you love the spotlight, right? But no, that is true. You, you need to give a guy a little bit ahead of time if you're going to tell him to cut a promo. You know, Vince doesn't I, send a guy I, I, out there and like, just say, oh, here's your subject, by the way, as he's going out, uh, you know, out the curtain. Like, if I could have got 10 minutes, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that would have been cool. He hey, just like, you know, he knows you. He could have told, he could have tweeted at you before and been like, look, think of a promo before the stupid fashion show, right? Absolutely, and that's why Glenn Clark is an asshole. All right, you know me. When it comes to wrestling, I love where someone is from, you know, where the location. Glenn Clark's where he's from is the middle of fucking nowhere, 
And that's yeah. number five on what sucks about him. Don't get me wrong. Love his house. Love his party house. But it is in the middle of nowhere. So if nowhere. he does invite you over, if he invites you to anywhere in the area, you're not. It's not like okay, come up to Baltimore. Far enough for me. But you know what? I can do uh, handle Baltimore. No, 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 no. This is go to Baltimore. Head up north into the middle of nowhere, then go farther west into the middle of nowhere, basically get lost through the corn. every possible farm in yep. Baltimore go, on the way go, there. Go through the cornfields. Oh, don't don't pass that farm. If you pass that rooster, you've gone way too far. And then, oh, yeah, there there it is tucked away in the middle of nowhere. So, uh, yeah, build, being billed from the middle of nowhere, not good for Glenn Clark, not a good look, and uh, number five on why he's pretty much a jerk. Yeah, I mean... I agree with you, and I can't even believe that I left that off my list because I remember when I first drove up to his house, I was like, dude, this guy lives in the middle of nowhere. My, but uh, my number four is the fact that he wears thong flip-flops. That pisses me off. Like, why do you wear thong flip-flops? It's 2016. Either get the sandal flip-flops or... Wear shoes. Those are your two options, and I don't give a damn if you disagree with me or not. Damn, strong take both on the uh, thaws and on Glenn. But you know what? That's funny. My number four was pretty much his wardrobe in general. Like, he <laughs> can't figure out what he wants to be. You know, he's still, he's desperately trying to stay young. You can tell that. He's hitting that, that you know, that time where he's like, shit, I got to figure out what I have to do to stay young. But he still dresses like an old man. He, he's right in the middle there and can't figure out what he's doing. Me, I don't dress well, but, you know, I have a style. I dress a certain way. He can't quite figure out what he, what, whether he wants to dress like a dad, whether he wants to dress like a college student, whether he wants to dress like a grandfather. So uh, Glenn kind of needs to figure out a wardrobe. Yeah, Glenn, need, just, he, needs, he just needs to go on one of those wardrobe shows that they fix up your whole life. That's what he needs in his life because he dresses like a drunken frat boy that jumped the shark in 1997. That's what he dresses like. All right. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. Uh, uh, let's do it to number th- three. My number three is his radio talk. I hate when he goes. Now, granted, I hate it, but it does sound good on the radio, and it does sound good when he does it on a podcast. But I hate it when he goes, and you know what they're going to do? Nothing. And I just, I hate you so much, so very much right now, for being so over-the-top annoying. But that also does make him sound kind of cool. So it does, he's an asshole for it because it annoys me, but it is kind of... I don't know. It makes him sound better. So I got to give him the one up for that while also saying I hate his guts. Fair enough. Uh, mine, I'm going to call out his wrestling fandom here. Uh, as of at least late 2015, I feel like he was borrowing a password for the WWE network. He did not have it himself. And he claims to be a huge wrestling fan and is on this podcast. So took him probably two years to get the WWE Network as a big fan. Glenn, I'm 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 calling you out for that one. I could not have said it better myself. I got the network the day that it dropped. Yep, same here. You know why? Because I watch wrestling, bro. Yep. I am a wrestling fan, and anyone who isn't a wrestling fan doesn't get the network on day one, like Glenn Clark. Yep, absolutely. So uh, calling out Glenn's. Possible lack of fandom is my number three. What's your number two? 
my number two is the way that he always brings up jizz. I mean, it's, it's getting kind of, it's getting kind of weird at this point. Like, I'd be willing to bet you that, and we can go back and talk about this next week, but I'd be willing to bet you that just off the top of my head, Glenn Clark has already in the show brought up jizz at least twice. Probably a fair bet. I, oh, the over under every week is one and a half times. Absolutely. It, it absolutely is every single week. And it's a great bet. Uh, and you can make a lot of money on it. And I think that it's weird. Like it's, it's so weird. Cause it, I think that's his, one of his attempts at trying to stay young, like you're talking about. But like, it doesn't make you young. It just makes you creepy. At his age, when he has a kid, you, you gotta stop talking about that. You gotta just stop saying jizz. You just got to. Once you, once you're 30, I feel like you shouldn't say jizz ever again. I just feel like that, you can type jizz, like, on Twitter or, all like, right. in a, in a poem, but do now, not. Now, do, is it just at all the word or just that specific word jizz? The, the specific word jizz. Alright. Or, or just talking about it in general. Like, he's just a weirdo. I mean, I mean, granted, he also wears thong flip-flops, so we can't expect too much from him. That That's but, fair. But, like, it's just so weird to me. That That's a fair point, and I, I think you're right. It's definitely trying to be young, trying to appeal to a, a certain crowd of the population, you know, a certain segment of the population that he does that. But, uh, yeah, you're right. It's a little bit weird for someone of his age with a kid. And, uh, yeah, you know what? I'll, I will go with you on that one. Uh, my number two... It has to do with what's going on right now. Look, there are times we have schedule issues. You had practice today, so we couldn't do it in the afternoon. You know, you guys possibly wanted to do it tomorrow. Well, I'm going to NLDS Game 5. You know, pretty big deal, right? It was at some crappy soccer game, and this isn't the first time this has happened. You know, you missed NXT because of the Maryland-Penn State game. Understandable. Again, he missed it because of a shitty soccer game. He chooses shitty soccer games over wrestling and over way better things constantly. And and that's yeah. just that is a character flaw. I don't care if it's work, it's a character flaw. You find better work. Yeah, I, I would have to agree with you. There's gotta be at least a shitty football game you can go watch and go commentate at. Absolutely. Like, you, you can at least get a shitty basketball game or a shitty golf match. Like, a shitty soccer game, like, going to soccer games are awesome, but a shitty soccer game, you're not even, like, you're not gonna even see a goal probably. It's gonna be 0-0. And those are the worst soccer games to go to. Absolutely. It, it's just, it doesn't work out. If you're going to, if you're gonna blow me off for NXT, you better do it for a good reason. You better not do it for the whatever he was doing on Saturday, which was, I'm going to tell you, not as good as NXT. So uh, and it also wasn't as good as Maryland Penn State. Well, the game yeah, itself wasn't. Yeah, that I was going to say. Yeah. But the tailgating and all the shit we did before was awesome. Of course. Um, and I'll, that'll get me to my number one. Uh, my number one, because of who Glenn Clark is, because we know he is an asshole, because we know he is a shitty person, he probably won't, even though he does a lot of the editing for this, he probably won't even listen to this segment before putting it on, because that's who Glenn Clark is. <laughs> that is so true! He's not going to hear this. I'd be willing to also make a bet that Glenn, is by next week, is going to be talking shit about us on uh, 
air for the podcast from this top five because he will have not listened to it when he put the show up and not even bring it up one time until someone tweets him about it. So please tweet Glenn Clark about this top five because we know he's not going to listen. All right. So what's your number one? My number one is that uh, I'm the main event, and like you said, that I'm the baby face. So I had to end my number one with he's actually a great father and a good guy, and Aaron's an asshole for making five reasons he did not. He thinks that Glenn Wow. Is- set, see, no, you set me up. That is not a face move right there. <laughs> that is not. This, see, this is why I question whether you were a face in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely more of a tweeter, I gotta say. I knew I was, but I, I thought I could set you up for the swerve at the end better that way. Nice. So, uh, yeah, that's our top five, and, uh, we'll see if Glenn actually listens to it before putting it up. Alright, so, um, I'll just, I'll just bring us back into this and we'll just wrap up. Is that it? Sounds good. Cool. Alright, very good. Three, two, all right, fuckers, I'm back. That was a terrible top five. That's probably the worst we've ever It done. was the best one. I, I think it's going to draw more uh, social media traffic than we've ever had before. Especially knowing that you weren't involved. Jesus. <laughs> well, you know what? It's weird. I just learned reheating ch- uh, chipotle um, or reheating the Tabasco sauce doesn't quite give it the same as the first dip of the Tabasco sauce. You get, like I went, I, When I made this bowl earlier... Hold on. You have hot Tabasco sauce? No, no, no. This isn't, listen to me. So I, earlier today, I made this bowl, or yesterday, I made this bowl, and I went ahead and I put the Tabasco sauce on it. And so when I reheated it, it was like reheated Tabasco sauce instead of putting fresh Tabasco sauce on oh, it. Okay, so it's just not the same thing. It, it, it doesn't, it doesn't work the same way. It's, it's no, it's no bueno. But otherwise, the burrito is delicious and far better than spending more time with you fucks. Um, that being said, let's wind down. Uh, what do we need to plug? A- AJ, we'll start with you. Tell us about the Francis Sports Academy. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, I uh, happen to have the last name Francis, and we have a sports academy in which <laughs> uh, we train uh, boys and girls, grades K through 12, uh, in the arts of baloncesto, which is basketball in Spanish. Um <laughs> And the arts of football americano. Hey, what's so, what's what's Friday in Spanish? Uh, miércoles, jueves, viernes. Oh, damn! You got it. Well done. Well done. Viernes, sábado, domingo. You think I? You think I don't know my week? Come on, sir. You hablo español muy bien, papi. Ah, ah. Oh, right. You, you yeah, so not, there, there's a I, reason I, for this. Come on, dude. Yeah. Oh, I'm so stupid. I'm so dumb. Oh, we, we knew that. Guy. We know that. I can't even talk uh, to mi abuela in English porque no habla inglés. That's Solo, Solamente habla español. Wow. All right, sorry, you were saying about the Francis Sports Academy. Oh, yeah, so we were training boys and girls grades K through 12. Um, if you want your kid to grow up in Maryland and then, I don't know, play for the Redskins one day, you should probably have them come to the Francis Sports Academy, you know? Uh, I feel like that's a dream a lot of kids in Maryland have, and I've been able to do it, so you should probably come get training from us because we're probably the best. Um, I mean, it's hard to argue with that. And you can check us out on FrancisSportsAcademy.com or Francis underscore sports uh, on Instagram and Twitter. 
And what's your uh, Twitter and Instagram? AJ Francis 410, and my Instagram is Francis underscore sports. Very good. Uh, Aaron, you are on Twitter. At DA Oster. And we are on Twitter. At Jobbing Out Show. And you know what? As much as I fucking hate complimenting AJ, I have to say this. He has done such a better job in one week of running our Twitter account than we ever did in however long it's existed before then. That's because I entertain. I'm entertaining. This show sucked before I got here, and it got so much better once I arrived. Well, how about now that you're playing for the Washington Redskins, can you track us down a few more followers? Uh, I think I've already done that. When they wrote about me on Redskins.com, or it was either Redskins.com or Comcast Sportsnet or one of those things, uh, they wrote about how I had a, I was a co-host of a popular pro wrestling podcast. Did it say the name of it? I don't know, but someone oh, told me that it was. Sons of bitches. These sons of bitches. All right. Um, Aaron, what, what do you have coming up at the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone? I don't know wrestling stuff. Thank you. Always, always oh, on top of that. Absolutely. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Glenn Clark Radio. GlennClarkRadio.com is my website. Hey, and don't forget, uh, give some love to our boys BJ and Miggs out in Seattle. And remind Steve Miggs that he's got to do the makeup thing, uh, that he's not getting out of it. That's the way it is. He's a loser, so he's got to do it. That <laughs> what an idiot. A big idiot. What a stupid idiot. You're a stupid idiot. All right. Aaron, uh, you know what you're going to paint on your face? I'm a stupid idiot? No. It. <laughs> okay, I, 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 I will accept that. I, that in, is great. In that Alexa Bliss great. colors, I will just put like it on my forehead. Uh, no, no, no. You're do- <laughs> he's just doing a. Oh, you're so stupid. No, <laughs> I, I, I was, I was trying to twist it. I was trying to twist it. All right. So for, uh, for. Oh, by the way, next week we're gonna clean up the sound a little bit. If we had any technical issues, we apologize. We'll get it all cleaned up by next week. It's just a weird week with AJ getting, getting back, getting out of the unemployment line. Um. <laughs> So we had to get that all straightened out for this week. So for Aaron Oster and for... The main event. event AJ event, Francis event. of the Washington Redskins. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out.